The Valley Hub Stories podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast has been recorded, Gumbangia Country. We value and respect their continuing connection to and care of country throughout time. Welcome to another episode of the Valley Hub Stories podcast. In this episode, I am talking with the very talented chef, photographer extraordinaire and all-round great human, James Lander. You might not recognise his voice, but you will definitely recognise his work from drone photography, live event and festival photography to portraiture and landscape. James is passionate about his craft and the meaning it provides to every day and he loves sharing it with you. In this episode, James shares his story from a small boy in foster care to finding his feet in the Nambucca Valley and beyond. And after this episode, I think that you'll have more questions for him. We hope to bring you more from James soon, but for now, you can connect with him on socials at James Lander Photography or at jameslanderphotography.com. And if you enjoy this episode, reach out and let him know. It's always nice to hear from the people that are listening, especially when sharing so vulnerably. Anyway, enough from me. Let's listen. James, thanks for coming on today. Thanks for having me, Penny. It's good to be here. So tell me a little about your day-to-day life, your business, how your week generally looks. My week's a bit chaotic at the moment. It's 50-50 split between chef life and somewhere in photo land. Recently was shooting the Becoming You project for a couple of days and then got to shoot the youth concert for climbing at the Botanical Gardens afterwards and got a day to myself afterwards and straight back to work after we finish here. So tell me a little bit about how you got into photography because you do you do a number of things. So you do live event photography, you do drone photography. Tell me about the scope of what you do and how you got to do it. Uh, photography's just been something that's been around for a while. I've... Um, been quite passionate about it for the last seven or eight years and diving into everything I can get my hands on, really. The event stuff has just been progressing. I put my hand up to shoot a couple of music festivals last year and it's just been been moving forwards at a rapid rate, which I'm, I'm really stoked with. The, uh, the drone stuff, I've taken a bit of a backseat on for a while. I did some work for you with The Hub and since then it's it's just been trying to engage with more people, I think, photography-wise. So that's, that's kind of where it started and where it's ended up again now, full circle. So. Hmm. so I want to talk about what you get out of that connection through your craft, but let's talk about firstly how you did get into photography. I know this is, you have written for the Valley Hub before and there's a little bit of a story behind how you got your first camera. So can you talk me through that process? How you became interested? Yeah, my, my grandparents were always tech lovers and my grandma always had a, a film camera. Uh, my grandpa was more of the video camera guy. For my 18th, the family chipped in for me to get my first car and I decided to buy a camera instead, which I'm, I've still got my priorities in order. And yeah, it's just been, been a love affair ever since really. And Currently, yeah, still still looking to buy more camera gear. So, how did you how did you turn uh, your passion into a business? It slowly developed over social media, I guess. I just had people interested in a few of the, the photos I'd put up, and 
getting getting a few questions around the same images, you know, is this for sale and, and how big can we print it? And I, I just navigated that quite carefully and slowly eventually got to a point of deciding to package it a little better and, and neater. And then it's it's just progressed, I guess, quite organically. People see what you're doing and, and support it and want to be a part of it. So I've, I've been really lucky and I think the the community, moving to Nambucca about seven years ago now, I found it quite challenging. You know, there's, there's some really talented and established creatives in the area and locals support locals. It's quite a, quite a hard market to crack when, you, when you've just moved here and you're not, not from the area. I was more of a milestone and Bellingham boy growing up. Spent about 18 years away and then after a few years and, and, and just connecting with other creatives and locals in the area, I think it, it all starts to come together and everyone supports everyone, you know. If you're actually doing good things and, and passionate about the area, the good things come back. Mm. So that point of connection with people and I guess trying to break into that local market, is there anything that kind of stands out to you as something that kind of got you over the line, you know, some people kind of sell their and sell such a such a rigid word for it. I, f- I feel like, but people kind of put their their work out there, and people connect with it or they don't. And so I'm I'm looking to see if you can identify what the connection point is for you. What makes people go? I like James Lander. I like his work. What makes people seek you out in that regard? I'm honestly not sure. I've always always found that. The more I can learn about that, you know, obviously the better the business becomes. Doing a few group shows exhibition-wise and then my first solo show at the Alley Cat Gallery, getting to hear the reactions and and have discussions around that, uh, you know, I took a lot from it. For me, that connection to home and and the area, that sort of the sense of belonging and and just somewhere somewhere special, you know. it's uh, Growing up in Milestone, I think my... Arnie Robbins still has the, the image, like the first decent landscape ever shot. And it's definitely not my best photo ever, but there's nice composition there. There's nice light and it just reminds us of that time. I think the first shot I got locally that garnered any attention was one of the V-Wall. It was just a perspective people hadn't seen before. I think it's, it's somewhere they know well. It's quite iconic. But, yeah, getting, getting to see it in a different, at a different angle, different perspective and through someone else's lens is, is always a good thing. Mm. And I think, I think for me the connection with people ties into the landscapes as well. It's, you know, just that, that identity with, with where you are from or, or where, where you're from now. We've all had journeys to get where we are and I think there's, there's images that I still admire from my time in Brisbane from other photographers and hopefully I'll get to a point that I can afford to buy them. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, my house is like a little little gallery of my own work at the moment. How do you see the, the lens through which you see the world? So creatives all have their own kind of, I guess, perspective that goes into their work. Tell me how you would kind of identify your lens because you've quite, you've quite a history and I'd love to talk about that if you're comfortable, but if, if you could kind of identify sort of three things that, that go into how you see the world and thus inform your work, what would they be? I think, I think just looking for intimate, small, emotional moments. That's something I can be quite a sensitive person and 
I think trying to capture those those sensitive little moments, it's something I'm just trying to get better at really um, and, and noticing that in my personal life and, and being present for that. I, I think the identity with with where I live, I've always struggled to answer where are you from. Like I've, I've moved around quite a lot and, and had that journey. I think the third would just be pushing boundaries. Like I'm, I'm constantly trying to learn and grow. I, I don't want to settle and just settle for the status quo. I'd, I'd like to look outside the box, trying to explore new techniques with photography and hopefully that, that translates to, to other people as well. You know, it's, I'm, I'm meeting other young photographers at events lately and the way that they think and the way that they shoot is just so different and, and, and yeah, outside the box and it's something I really admire and want to put into my own work. So where do you come from? No. <laughs> so I, I would like to ask that about your experiences growing up in, in Malmström and, and Bello. But um, more specifically, tell me uh, about your younger years. So where were you born? That's, so that's a good place to start. Birth. Born, in, born in Bundaberg. I'm still a rabid Queensland Maroon supporter. Uh, I've moved around quite a bit uh, in, in foster care during my younger years and was really fortunate to land with my auntie Robin at about seven years old in Yulong and just between Dorigo and Coffs Harbour, for those that don't know, up the mountain. Went to boarding school uh, in Tamworth at Farrah and was, was back here in summer doing surf club at Milestone. We ended up moving there and, yeah, went to Bellingen and finished at Czech. I played a bit of sport locally. Didn't really discover the, the creative side Till, till later on in Brisbane, but yeah, there was there was quite a bit of moving around and, and some wonderful you know families that looked after me that I've since reached out or they've reached out to me via Facebook one in the last few years, which was really interesting and great to catch up with them. Still in touch with with another family that is in Bundaberg and really grateful to to have those connections alive and and strong still. Mm. Um, and, yeah, super grateful, you know, to, to have ended up in, in kinship care with my aunt and really have that, you know, the, the connection to the family alive and strong and well. So how has that informed where you are now, do you think? It's probably something that I affected me a lot when I was young and then a lot more when I was probably coming on to 30, I think. It's... It's interesting where growing up, you, just looking at, you know, or maturing slowly, uh, looking back at, you know, behaviours and just the way that I perceive the world and really trying to take the time to reshape those views. It was something that I really needed to work on and had quite a few jaded, cynical, you know, views of the world and, and of people at times and I, I think it's... It's just something that I really wanted to get out of my life and just be that positive go-getter that everyone loved. Mm. There was always those sides of my personality there, but I think getting, getting clouded by negativity and, and just not taking the opportunities that are in front of you, you know, hinging on, on the past rather than being 
in the present and, and seizing those moments. At what point did you become aware of that jadedness or the negativity or is it a continuing work in progress? Uh, it was probably post a breakup, late 20s and then just moving back down here to, to get, you know, around my family and friends and just just the people closest to me that I trusted to, to call out, you know, call me out and give me the space to, to grow and, and actually own my behaviours and, and be that better person that was always there. It just uh, needed the space to be. And I think the, the Mid-North Coast is, you know, a really special place and it's always been home and, and somewhere that really grounds me. Um, it's definitely... I wouldn't say a continuing work, but I think it, I think it always will be. Um, I'm in a, in a really good space, physically, mentally. Re- really fortunate to, to live in Nambucca Valley, in the Nambucca Valley, and be surrounded by so many amazing people. So tell me about those people. So there are some people who are like people collectors, and they meet them through different, you know, different means. So work and you know acquaintances and then there are some people who put in you know intentionally put people in their life that they know are going to you know fill a specific role I guess in terms of support in terms of as you mentioned before holding you accountable I want to kind of get your take on on how you're doing that because that's something I've been thinking about a lot lately particularly in in interviewing a lot of people with diverse experiences and backgrounds is that connection point that we all have in the valley is is different for everybody. Some people connect over country, some people connect over their craft, some people connect out of it, you know, sort of an actualized desire to connect and they intentionally seek that out. So tell me what that is for you. I think I think just being open to the, the people around you. You never know, meet a variety of people over over a week, over a month, over the seven years that I've been in the valley, give or take. I, I first started working at Wharf Street Cafe and, and Dean and Amber that, that owned that at the time were just amazing bosses, full stop, but really, you know, they, they could see my interest and, and passion with photography and just in, uh, via Instagram introduced me to a lot of the local photographers, Huey Surf, Jem Rostrum, Ran Tonkin, and there's just, you know, so much talent around and I think to start to engage with those other creatives in the valley that led to, to just meeting more people and I think being open to, yeah, just those experiences and meeting doesn't have to be networking, I think. I mean, I know that I find the word, let alone the, the process of networking, quite icky and I'm not the most social person all the time. I think I get... It's, my life's quite busy, so I think to be present in those networking things that can be quite dry and a bit boring. It's almost like speed dating. <laughs> I'd rather just, yeah, leave it up to the, you know, the organic nature that my life seems to just flow with. Uh, and I think, especially with creatives, I think you just keep meeting people at, at different events or exhibitions. I actually meet quite a lot of people at Matilda's. Um, some amazing, amazing customers there. It's... Um, Got a great following and I think, you know, wonderful people doing wonderful things just keep bringing wonderful people. Steph that we worked with together on the Hub was has, has just been a massive supporter and, 
you know, was the first person at the exhibition and, yeah, I think it's just a wonderful community to, to be a part of and engage with if you choose to. If you don't, that's cool, but if you do, the good things just keep coming. So you recently shot the Becoming You event that we talked about at the beginning of this episode, which Becoming You is a, um, a, a service that supports youth uh, in terms of helping them to find, I guess, their identity in the world, their place in the world, and then their strengths, and um, and a mentoring aspect to that too. So, I just I feel that based on you know your, the life experiences that you've shared and and how you see the world that you've probably like quite positioned to to do that, is that something that you're interested in um, in sharing your learning and sharing your life experience? I think so, yeah. It's, it's, it was certainly the hub and then the Becoming You project are, are two of just my favourite pieces of work that I've been a part of. It's the photos, you know, for, for both projects I'm really happy with. But getting to work along, you know, alongside professionals and just a team of absolute superstars and legends and with the Becoming You project, the, the group of young people were there for the camp, were just the most encouraging, respectful, positive, you know, bunch of youth that I've come across. The just willingness to participate and engage, communicate, uh, just gave me a lot of hope and a lot of inspiration. The, the guest speakers and the activities that they had, you know, for the groups, they were, they were specific to the groups and I think it was just really well done um to get to capture that was was really special i think the i'm really interested to see what what they choose to share and i was really stoked to with simone their content director put together a little video wrap-up for you know for them to to view at the end and to see their reaction you know taking the photos is great fun but to to see their you know, their faces, their smiles and the laughter at the end was just priceless. Um, certainly something that, that, yeah, I hope can be ongoing and, and just keep that relationship alive and well. I think for me, as that little foster child, I remember like one worker in particular that, you know, she'd been through a similar journey and didn't say too much about it, but just that instant rapport. I think for, for any young photographers working with children, you know, I, I made the effort to sit down and have lunch with different groups, chat to them, like get on their level and engage with them because if you're going to jam a camera in their face, they, they certainly need to trust you and, and know it's going to be fun. Mm. Um, I, yeah, tried to just be me and they, they seemed to respond and, and we all had a ball and I think I probably took just as much out of the experience as they did, hopefully. So it was, yeah, really special and I think the Becoming You project's just one of the best initiatives that, that I've seen and I'm, I'm really passionate about the youth and passionate about becoming you. If there was one life lesson that you could pass on to youth or really anyone, what would it be? Just keep both eyes open and just be, be open to the experiences that come your way and grab them with both hands. So what's next for James Lander? Uh, some days off at the end of the week, hopefully. It's been a, been a pretty wild five weeks. I, yeah, looking, looking forward to some downtime and some time with the family. 
there's there's a little secret gig coming up mid-May that I'm not going to say too much about. And then hopefully title sounds at the Howie Moe. I've done a little plug to them trying to get the gig for that. There's uh, <laughs> some pretty incredible bands playing June long weekend and certainly another local event that I'd love to capture. Well, very exciting. Watch this space. Their secret gig sounds really interesting and I really want to know, so I'm going to pester you afterwards. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on and sharing a little bit about where you've come from, James. Not a worry. Thanks for having me, Penny. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Valley Hub Stories podcast. We love hearing your opinion, so reach out to us at thevalleyhub underscore NV or email us at info at thevalleyhub.com.au. Also, you can rate us on Apple and Spotify and that is a really important way for us to be found. So we'd really appreciate a review. That would be fantastic so that we can keep bringing you incredible stories from the people that make up the Nambucca Valley. Bye for now. Bye.